Hello, and welcome to the latest edition of the Talk to Defeat ALS podcast. I'm your host, Tony Heil, the Director of Communications and Public Policy here at the ALS Association, Greater Philadelphia Chapter. And today I have a special guest to join our podcast, Tom Scamuffa, who's going to talk about his car show to raise money to help fight ALS. And you can participate in that this coming April 2018 on April 28th. And uh, we'll give you the details through this. We hope you get involved. Find this and other events on our website at www.alsphiladelphia.org, where you can also donate, volunteer, and learn about many opportunities to get involved in the fight against ALS. And that brief introduction, I want to really spend more time instead of talking about me or anything else, I want to talk to our good friend, Tom Schumuffa. Tom, thank you for joining our podcast today. You're welcome, and I'm glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here. Um, Can you tell us, you have your event coming up on April 28th, Tell us a little bit about what your event is and why you do it. Okay. Our event, we started on this 10 years ago. So this will be our 10th anniversary for our car show. Um, I sadly lost my wife back in 2008 to ALS, and uh, she was 53 years old. So I took my love of cars and the loss of her and said, hey, you know what I ought to do? I always wanted to have a car show, so I decided to have a car show. So with the help of my nieces and nephews, and uh, family, my brothers and sister and brothers-in-laws and sister-in-laws and the family, we all get together and said, hey, let's have a benefit. So the first year we had a car show. It was very successful. Over 100 cars show up. Wow. And um, it was just a great event, great day. I think it was 90 degrees that day in uh, April. So it was a beautiful event and said, hey, we ought to continue this. So we started out having uh, the car show where we give awards we uh, do some raffles, we do some silent auctions, we have vendors there, and uh, we have it in a firehouse called Wagontown Firehouse in Wagontown, Pennsylvania. Well, not inside the firehouse, right? Well, we actually have the whole entire firehouse and have gotten them involved. Mm-hmm. So we have the inside cafeteria, oh. inside facilities, so the bathroom facilities and the agenda and the venue is beautiful, and we have it out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And because of one of our donors across the street is a, uh, a, a, a storage facility, and he lets us use his parking facility. So we have all the parking. We have the firehouse involved. And uh, the, so by having the firehouse involved, they bring over the fire engines for the kids. Uh, we also have the fire police control the traffic for us. So it's very accessible in and out. And all the parking is on blacktop. So, which makes it nice for us car guys. And then while you're there, you can go inside and see the vendors and get food and sit down and eat. It's air conditioned. If it's hot, it's heated if it's cold. And uh, again, nice bathroom facilities and everything. And the firehouse helps us. So the first year we had a beef and beer with it Mm -hmm. afterwards. Then for the next seven years, we had chicken barbecue of which the firehouse made the chicken for, or should I say cooked the chicken outside. And then we've recently switched over to uh, meatball sandwiches and pizza, which have been very successful. So we get donations from hers. We get donations from Giant Foods. We get donations from a lot of the local people and uh, put together the facility. We have sponsors. Uh, in this area, a lot of people know Craft Buffs Company. Mm-hmm. They donate Even a couple. A, a lot of people know them, and they donate two buses to us, and we put banners up there. Yeah, I've seen the pictures from your event of that. It's nice. We have those we honor. Of course, the first one on the list is my late wife. And what was her name? Linda. Linda. 
Linda, and unfortunately, it's uh, familiar with us because she had lost her father when she was 10 years old to ALS, who was Peter O'Hara. And uh, so what we do is we list everyone who gets involved with us or shows up and those we honor. And of course, unfortunately, it started out with two names on the banner and now we're up to two banners full of names that we put of those who we honor. So if you come to the show and uh, you, you see the event, see the name and you like it and give us the name, we will gladly put their name up there for those we honor. Great. And then in addition to that, we have gold, silver, bronze sponsors, and some people donate as little as $25 up to some give close to 1000 So uh, we've been very successful. So well, let me ask a few questions about the event then. So um, you started a car show. How do you start a car show? Do you just put up an, a listing online? Do you know people? Like, is that seems well, like good. not something you just, like, get up and do? Well, being a car guy, you know, you go to a lot of car shows. Oh, makes sense. So I have a 1955 Chevy, and um, I've been involved with car shows and cars my whole life. I've been a car enthusiast and just often thought, you know, I'd love to have a car show someday and run one because you, you go to a lot of different ones and say, well, I would do that different if I had a car show. Mm -hmm. or I, I, you know, I would have the entry different or I'd have how you place or win trophies different and just talk to my son, who's Tom Jr., and uh, we just decided, let's put it together. So just talking to friends, getting a mailing list from a couple of the events and friends that I've had. Uh, the first year, we had over 110 cars. That's a, just, is that a lot? It seems like um, a lot. We, we always say that a car show that has 50 cars is a good car show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're very, very pleased with a, 100 cars. And you don't just you want know? 100. Like, I drive a uh, like 2009 Ford Focus. Obviously, you don't want that, especially in the condition it's in. So, like, do you want to make sure you have diverse cars and styles, or, or does that just come naturally? Well, most people who are involved in cars know fancy cars. We do have some new ones, like the new Camaros and the new right. cars, the new Mustangs. And, you know, a lot of guys know if it's a car show-worthy car or not. Yeah, I know. I've seen some other people. There's someone who does the Hershey Walk, and they had an amazing right. old car they brought to the walk and put on a stage and everything. Sure. And so I... Obviously, I know that. I would rather see older cars than newer cars. Is that what people want and to see? Most people do, but there's a lot of the new ones are out there. Like mm -hmm. I said, the new Camaros are yeah. out there. And the That's new what I was going to get. Mustangs. <laughs> and the, you know, those kind of cars show up. We, we have motorcycles show up, mm -hmm. some old ones, some new ones. We have uh, any, a couple military vehicles. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing that from a couple at, years ago. At our fifth anniversary, I, I went to the local Westchester, um, the, the recruitment center, and talked to the Army recruiter, and they uh, very nicely sent over three sergeants who served in the wars overseas, and we recognized them and said, hey, it's nice to get you guys involved. They had a nice little car and all. So being my 10th anniversary, I went back to them this year, and they are going to participate again. Nice. They're trying to have two or three vehicles along with a tent, recruitment, recruitment center, and we honor the military, obviously, who's very familiar with ALS also. Yes. And now... You had um, all these cars. Can people still bring new cars? Is it too late to sign up? It is not too late. You can come and register the day of the event. And being this is the 10th year anniversary, mm -hmm. I'm doing something special. Um, everyone who enters is getting a trophy. Uh, so we're going to have a special thing. And it's listed right on our pre-registration form, which we will attach yeah, somehow so to the website for When you. we put this, this podcast is up, we'll have a link to that. Um, on our social media page, hopefully, and um, 
so they can email you, correct? Uh, one what? of the best ways to get me, if you would like the form via email mm -hmm. or mail or however you'd like it, is if you send it to my email address is one way. And you can also get it on our website. And what's your email? Okay, my email is tas5561 at verizon.net. Again, tas5561 at verizon.net. That is the best way to contact me, get on the mailing list. We send out about 240 mailings to people who have showed through the years, through the past 10 years. We have a general mailing list, so if you've ever been to our event or I have your contact information, I put you on the list, and then that mailing goes out, and you will get invited every year. That's, I'm sure you probably get a lot of people that come back every year, right? Is it mostly people who've come back, or are there are a lot of new people every year? It's about 50-50. That's really I, good, I though. would say half of the cars are friends and people that have just come to us, the local people, and the other 50 are just some new every year, some repeat, some who've been there every other year or so. So, you know, like I said, we've, we've had roughly over 100 cars every year for 10 years straight. So uh, we're very happy with that. I think a lot of people would like that, to be able to come to a show where they know, oh, Tom's going to have his 55 Chevy. I love seeing that. And obviously people who, they do their cars up nice, you know, do, touch it up if they need to. And then, oh, what's going to be there this year I haven't seen before. So you get the best of both worlds when you come to this car show on April 28th in Wagontown. Wagontown, Pennsylvania. And Wagontown's nice. I bet this is the best event that happens in Wagontown every year. <laughs> it is, as they say, the biggest event in Wagontown. So, yeah. uh, no, as they say, do people? So it, it's known in the community at this point, then, right? Very much so. Everybody knows us, you know, at the Wagontown Firehouse, and you know, we tell everybody that that's the, our event, and that we all the proceeds go to ALS Association, and uh, everybody knows that. And by the way, we are when, when when I decided to have the event, we truly said, let's do this right. Mm -hmm. Let's not take any shortcuts. So we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So anything you would donate or show or want a receipt for, we are totally legit. We're, we're known as the Team Scamuffa Fund mm -hmm. by the IRS. So we are a legit 501c3 organization. And that money, you you told me before we started this, you have raised how much money to the help fight ALS through the chapter? Uh, to date, we've raised uh, over $80,000. I'm sure that blows you away, thinking about your yes. wife yes. and even about her dad, who you, I assume, did not know. Correct. Um, well, believe it or not, I knew him as a boy. So, so I, that's why I said I assume. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. Uh, so that must be really special to you, knowing that your efforts are both fun and really keeping her memory alive. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we tell everybody that. And again, if you show, if you give us your name, we put the name up on it. And we just like to honor, you know, anyone we can, yeah. that, you know, because we, we know what the disease is and the funds. I, I, I don't know if you want me to say where we donate the funds to. Uh, we, we split ours 50-50, 50% for research and 50% for home equipment. Mm -hmm. Was you that know? important to Linda? It was very, very important. I, I, if it was not for the ALS Association, the Greater Philadelphia Chapter, I would not have been able to be her primary caregiver. Mm. Uh, the contact for the equipment was just so valuable to me. They, they just made everything available to me. And, you know, that was 10 years ago, and things have advanced so much since then. And we'd like that to continue along with the research. Yeah, and uh, you know, those advances only happen because of people like you holding these events, raising awareness. We couldn't do it if people just if people didn't hold events and raise money and raise awareness. So we really appreciate all you're doing. 
and it's um, again an event we have every year. And, and it's funny we say ALS; they're not sure. But when you say Lou Gehrig's disease, everybody either knows somebody or knows somebody who had it or has it, mm-hmm. and affiliated and affiliated with it, and knows that uh, it's a you know very. As somebody told me once, one of the most dreaded diseases to be diagnosed with. I mean, there, there's so much more to be done for that. So now that's you, why we do what we do. And you have, when you started this, I imagine the only people you really knew with ALS were your wife and her dad. Um, and did she know that he had had ALS? Because that was not as easily diagnosed that many years ago, right? I can tell you a very strange <laughs> story of what happened. Uh, you know, having been married 32 years, um, you know, we would talk about it, and she just said, it's not hereditary, you don't have to worry about it, you know, it's nothing to be concerned with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my dad got it, he was a paratrooper in World War II, right. they assumed because of that, and uh, he passed away in 1965, so a, a very strange thing happened uh, when my wife Linda was uh, diagnosed with it, they, they wanted to do the blood tests on her two brothers and two sisters, just to see you know, was it hereditary? Is there a gene or something? So uh, they, they, they came and did blood work. And while they were there, I mentioned to them that my late father-in-law had ALS. And it was down the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Well, unbelievably, they found his muscle biopsy from 1965 that was frozen in wax at the University of Pennsylvania. Wow, that is a good story. Did a DNA test on it, and her, he and Linda did have the same uh, gene. Wow. For it. Now, the other siblings, we just they elected not to find out anything, so we don't know that. But it was really weird. By being with the University of Pennsylvania, they actually found his muscle biopsy. Well, and that's a good reason for everyone to participate in ALS research. You never know the long-term effects of what your research time, your trials will do, right? That is exactly right. It, it, it was just unbelievable just to find that out and to know that it did relate. So, it, you know, she did have the familial, mm-hmm. uh, you know, part of it. So, And you have said you had these banners up that list people. You have now come across how many, kind, like dozens of people do you think that have been touched by ALS, what, not whether they're a patient or a caregiver? Oh. You, you know the effects it has beyond oh, yes. just a person. There, there's probably at least 40 names up there that's now, a, and it started with two. Yeah. The first year had two names on it. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, yeah, anybody in the local community, again, the local giant store donates money for us, of which we buy the food and do things from them. Um, walking down the aisle, one of the guys who works there shakes my hand and says, hey, you're doing a great thing. My sister has ALS. Yeah. So he donated some money to me. And just somebody who knows somebody who just, you know, a lot of the people are just friends and relatives of people we've met and just, you know, from the local show. I was just at a rare disease day, and ALS is considered a rare disease, but it certainly doesn't ever feel rare when you talk to people like that. Uh, so just what, you know, before we finish up here, what what does that mean to you, both raising this money, working with your family, your son, and your, everyone else, and your coworkers? Um, what does it mean to you when you hear these stories and know that you're able to do something to lift them up, whether it's someone who has ALS or lost someone to the disease. Right. Well, having firsthand experience, again, I was Linda's primary caregiver. You know, when you have firsthand experience of what the disease is capable of doing and how, you know, you you just try to make it more livable for them and how they operate and, and, you know, just daily functions, how you watch it decline, 
you know that the, the research and the equipment is a very, very important part of it. So by having this every year reminds us, you know, of good we're doing and everything we want to do to try to help, you know, strike out ALS. I mean, that's one of the main reasons we do it and continue to do it. And it, it gets everybody involved and lets us remember how important it is. Yeah, you can take a sad situation and you cre- you've created a lot of happiness and joy and warm feelings amongst a bigger community than you probably ever imagined. Yes, and, and, and it's amazing how big it's growing and the more we get involved and, you know, you know, every year it just seems to grow a little bit, which is what we want to do, have controllable growth. That's really hard to do. We have a lot of people who do an event and it lasts one year, two years, five years. To do this for 10 years yeah. is really special. And uh, this is so this is the 10th year you started. This will be the 10th year. 2008 was the first event. And I would recommend people to come to um, your website. Uh, it's linked on our website, alsphiladelphia.org, on our event calendar. Um, but you could also find it at Team Scamuffa, T-E-A-M-S-C-A-M-U-F-F-A, at shutterfly.com. Yeah, teamscamuffa.shutterfly.com. And you can also get teamscamuffa at gmail.com. So that's a website. It's teamscamuffa.shutterfly.com or teamscamuffa at gmail.com. Join us there. You can also email Tom at TAS5561 at verizon.net if you want to participate, be a sponsor, bring a car. You should probably bring a car because you've got to get there somehow. (laughs) Uh, But hopefully you bring something nicer than my Ford Focus. Tom, is there anything else you just want to say? Quickly I just want to let everybody know that it is free entry uh, to come out. It costs you to get into the show. It's a $15 entry fee. 15 bucks. And uh, that, that's to enter your car, get a number. You do get the vote on Best of Show, and but you will for, get a trophy for that. Now, the $15 year. is the entry for your car, not to for, just... For the car. Right. Now, if you're just coming to look and visit and buy food and eat and visit the vendors and see the show in the car, that admission is free. So you have, if you want to help fight ALS, there is zero reason not to go attend this amazing event. Ten years running now. Tom, thank you so much for all you've done for raising awareness and raising money and raising hope for our ALS families. You're welcome. Thank you.